Good morning everyone, my name is Duff and I'm going to be doing this morning's devotion as you can see. Uh, this morning's devotion is on Psalm 63 which really is a special uh, psalm. Um, so let's get into it. It's entitled My Soul Thirsts for You. It's a psalm of David and uh, it's written when he was in the wilderness of Judah. O God, you are my God, earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed, and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you, your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult the mouths of liars will be stopped. And so for me, when I read this psalm, uh, I take it as quite a challenge, actually. David speaks about his hunger and thirst for God. Um, and for me, that is something that I want more of uh, in my spiritual walk with God. Um, I want more uh, thirst for God. I want to desire Him above all things. And so David was in the wilderness when he wrote this um, and certainly a place of deprivation in a way where he was probably hungry and thirsty for food and water. But instead of writing about that, he wrote about his hunger and thirst for God. And how amazing is that? And it really shows us that David put God above all else. Uh, and so we can certainly learn a lot from that. I listened to a sermon a few months ago by John Piper. And it was on how, if we do put God first, uh, and, and his, our desire for Him first, above all else, everything else obviously pales in comparison, including things like addiction, um, uh, anxiety, insecurities, and so on. And so, if we put God first and we get that right in our lives, uh, it certainly can uh, make our lives a heck of a lot more simple, um, and more adventurous, uh, and more full and abundant. And so, these are the following things, really, that if we put God first, uh, that we can benefit from uh, in our lives. And the first is, it puts things in perspective for us. We're talking about the God of the universe here. Um, and so, for us, uh, it can put things in perspective when we realize how absolutely powerful and big our Heavenly Father is, and in comparison, how small we are. Um, and so, it really can put things in perspective as well as how small our problems can be as well in the grand scheme of things. It also reminds us of our calling to be in the world but not of the world. Um, when you hang out with God uh, and you're intimate with Him and you put Him first as your King, um, you remember that you belong to His kingdom uh, and not to the kingdom of the earth. And so it's a good reminder of that as well. It also reminds us to focus on the godly things like what is good, pure, uh, truth uh, and holiness as mentioned in Philippians 4 verse 8 to think about those things uh, as opposed to everything else that the world throws our way. It also keeps us open and listening for God's voice uh, and for his direction 
obviously he has a path and a purpose for us um, and so often we can veer off that path and so being putting God first in our lives and listening to him does help us to stay on track as well obviously it also reminds us and for me this is one of the most important points it reminds us of our identity in him David mentions at the end of this psalm how his enemies uh, will be food for jackals basically and he, it's almost like a brag and for me, I remember when I first got saved and certainly walking around life now, um, I remember just thinking, you know, I'm God's boy. Uh, he's my dad um, and he's got my back. And so it does give you a sort of a spiritual boldness as well. But the world can often take chunks out of us and we start to redefine our lives. Um, we start to redefine who we are. Even things like calling ourselves failures or fools, uh, sinners, liars, and all these labels that can come our way. Whereas when we focus on our relationship with God and put Him first, we're reminded daily of who we are. We are sons and daughters. We are saints. We are victors. We are more than conquerors. And so it really does, from the inside out, change our identity as well. And so David uh, was bold in this regard. He certainly knew that he was God's kid. Uh, and even though he was a king uh, in his kingdom, uh, he knew where he stood with God and that God had his back with regards to his enemies. And so it can certainly give us a new mindset uh, when we go out into the world. Lastly, as I mentioned uh, with uh, the sermon that I had heard, um, when we put God above everything else, everything else pales in, in, in comparison. Um, and so it does when our desire is wholly for God and the things of God, and to become more intimate with God and know Him and know His desire for us. Uh, things like bad habits, addiction, um, worldly desires possibly, um, and, and even negative thought patterns um, and insecurities, they do um, fall by the wayside when we are focusing wholly on God our Father uh, and the things of Him. And so, just an amazing way to look at it. Um, you know, people often... Uh, go and seek therapy um, and they're looking for, for some antidote um, to, to the complexities of what's going on in their mind. And God really, uh, if we put him first, um, can take care of those things and, and certainly bring us healing from them as well, uh, as we put him first as well. And so how do we go back to, like David, to hungering and thirsting for God, to getting that uh, desire for, for intimacy with God? With God? Um, and for me, I remember when I, when I first uh, met God or when he reached down to me uh, for the first time and I surrendered to him, um, it was a complete life changer, a complete game changer. And, and obviously the Bible says we are born again. Um, but for me, it really was that, um, that I became a completely new person. And so God still offers us that, but how do we access that? Um, and for me, it really is just going back to exactly what happened uh, when I first uh, met the Lord and when I, when I got saved. Um, and that is to surrender to God, to give Him your sins, uh, to give Him your absolutely everything, and let Him be the King of your life. Uh, and so even if it takes doing that on a daily basis, that is really uh, what it takes. Um, and obviously then to pray for the infilling of the Holy Spirit, which is really uh, the key um, for me between being human and being superhuman, uh, really. Uh, again, I remember when I first got saved and just 
the amazing idea is this, the, the world became very small for me. The sky was the limit with regards to the dreams that God had put in my heart. And so I think often the world can take that and, and, and we get a bit, it sort of pales uh, or it wanes as we go through life uh, and get on with the day-to-day nitty-gritty and, and you know, uh, work and, and demands and things like that. Uh, and our dreams, our spiritual dreams can also fall by the wayside. And so to come to God and surrender to Him on a daily basis, make Him king of your life uh, as often as you need to, um, so that you remember all these things and where he stands in your life as well. And so that's the one side. And the other side is to maintain that relationship as well. Um, we can't rest on our laurels saying we are believers now, we are children of God. And although that's one side of the story and that's never going to change, certainly. Um, and if we've given our lives to God, that's, that's great. Um, but really, there's more. There's so much more to, to it. Uh, in a marriage, you know, you can get married and um, and that's that. And so it really does require an investment from our side, not in a legalistic way, but in, in the fact that He is our God, He is our Father, and we should be wanting to spend time with Him. Um, and so spending time and putting time aside um, to be able to be intimate with God, to hear His voice, uh, to give Him your insecurities, to give Him your sin, um, really is one of the keys and, and is a discipline that we need to get right uh, as believers. God's desire really is to hang out with us. He, uh, looking back at the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, he walked with them in the cool of the evening. Uh, and that is really uh, an image of what we should be desiring in our lives as well, is to set aside time for God to be the first thing on our minds when we wake up and the last thing on our minds when we go to bed. Um, and really that's, that's my desire um, for my relationship with God as well. So go back to the beginning. Go back to your first meeting with God um, and remember what that was like. Uh, and I hope that that really uh, stirs up a desire for that again. Um, it's not too late. It's never too late uh, to live the life God has for you. And what an adventure it is. And so, uh, really, I just urge you, um, spend time with God, prioritize Him, um, and I hope you see the fruits of that. Have an awesome day, guys. Uh, go out and uh, be the light uh, and really shine for the Lord. And uh, have a great day and a weekend ahead. Cheers.